A table of fables. From the constellations to the oceans, all the nations, all our notions, it makes a story, a million stories. Hello and welcome to a Table of Fables podcast. I am James Funnyhat, your fabulist, and I have a very nice hat today. In fact, it's one of my favorite hats. It's a glass of water hat, which is a really nice choice for a hot and sunny day, even though it's not a funny hat. It wasn't really so hot today or sunny and Actually, maybe that's why everyone was laughing at my glass of water hat, even though it's not funny. Thanks so much to everyone for listening. It is so great to see how many people are tuning in every week and looking forward to each story in each episode. If you love the show, you can go to my website, which is jamesfunnyhat.com, and find out how to support it. So it keeps going every week. And one way is to tell your friends. Another way is to write a review and say why you like it. And then other people can find out that it may be for them too. So thank you so much, everyone. And especially today, thank you to the children of Curlew Montessori School who are supporting this episode today. The children of Curlew Montessori School, thank you so much, which is in Toronto. Also, Azan, who is in Toronto, is supporting the show too. Thank you so much, Azan. I have some mail to read today. And it's an email from Spencer in Mississauga. Spencer says, Dear Mr. James Funnyhat, in episode one, you said there was no sitting on the ceiling, but I was sitting on the ceiling. That means that I broke the rules. And you know what that means? That means that you have to have a timeout, James Funnyhat, from Spencer. Oh no, I have to have a timeout? Oh man, oh well, I guess I'll just wait here. Okay, well, I'm having my timeout, Spencer. So what should I do on my timeout? Uh, what do people do on timeouts? I guess we just wait till we calm down. Okay. 
Having a time out, time out. Time, time out. Uh, I wonder how long this time out is gonna... Wait a minute. He said I have to have a time out? For breaking the... Wait a minute. Time out? Spencer? You're the one who broke the rules, so you should be having a timeout, not me having a timeout. And wait a minute, I am the adult, and adults are supposed to give the timeouts, and kids are supposed to get the time. Well, Spencer, you're tricking me. Spencer, you are totally tricking me. And you know what? I am going to make a new rule because of that. I am going to make rule number 17. No tricking James Funny Hat. Okay, that's the rule number 17. No tricking James Funny Hat. No writing tricky emails like Spencer did or any other way to trick James Funny Hat against the rules. Okay, today we have a story and it's from a part of the world that is full of stories. It is from the western part of Africa and this story has been told so many times by so many people that no one knows for sure where it started. This story today is going to be about animals and it's going to have talking animals. And so I think some of you are going to be thinking, oh, it has animals. It's not really about me. I'll listen to the story and it'll be nice, but uh, it doesn't really have anything to do with me. And probably because the animals are talking, it's not real. Well, that's okay that some of you might be thinking that. But just because it might not be real, it doesn't mean that it's not true. After you listen to the story, some of you will probably be thinking, oh, I'm just like chicken. I love chicken so much. Chicken is so awesome, and I'm just like chicken. Well, maybe you are, and I'm sure that you are sometimes, but are you ever like Mr. Cockroach? Well, that might be an even better question to ask yourself. Are you like Mr. Cockroach? And if you're thinking after the story, no, not me, I am never, ever like Mr. Cockroach, then you should especially be asking yourself if you are ever, even for a little bit, like Mr. Cockroach. And the only way to find out for sure is to ask somebody else. Ask your friend. Ask your sibling. Ask your parents. And then you'll find out. Soon you'll hear a sound. And the sound will be a high dinging sound. That will be the story bell. When you hear the story bell, put your hands in the air. When you can't hear it anymore, put your hands down and then the story will begin. So let's get all ready by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And a breath in, and a breath out. One more in, one more out. And here comes the bell. This is a story that comes from Western Africa, where there are many animals. Some of them you can only find there and some you can pretty much find anywhere. The two animals that this story is about are chickens and cockroaches, both of which 
you can pretty much find anywhere, maybe even near you. This is the story of why it is that chickens eat cockroaches. Now, most of you have seen a chicken, but many of you may not have seen a cockroach. A cockroach is a very creepy bug that scurries around and tries to eat your breadcrumbs. They creep around in the dark, and when you turn on the light, they scurry away, going, Ugh, son, let me get to my creepy business in the dark. When we see cockroaches, we usually say, But chickens are different. If a chicken sees a cockroach, the chicken will say, Oh, that looks so good. That looks so... I'm going to... That was delicious. Do you have any more of those? That was delicious. How did that happen? How did it happen that chickens will eat something as disgusting as a cockroach? Well, this is the story of how it happened as they tell it, in Western Africa. In the beginning, chickens did not eat cockroaches, and they got along very well. And in fact, the very first chicken and the very first cockroach were married. Pretty little Miss Chicken was very nice and very diligent. She worked hard all day. She got married to Mr. Cockroach, who seemed like a very fun guy. On the evening that they got married, they moved together into a little cabin by the edge of a field, and they had a lovely dinner, and then they went to sleep. In the morning, Miss Chicken woke up with the sun as she always did. And she yawned and stretched a little bit and thought, what a lovely day. We should go out and get some food for our dinner. But she looked over on the bed and there was Mr. Cockroach still sleeping. So she called out to him. Mr. Cockroach. Now maybe you could help little Miss Chicken by calling for Mr. Cockroach in a louder voice so he'll hear because he was a very heavy sleeper. Let's do it. Mr. Cockroach. But Mr. Cockroach was such a heavy sleeper that even when she said it that loud, only one of Mr. Cockroach's eyeballs opened and woke up. So Miss Chicken called again. Help her. Mr. Cockroach. Again, only one eyeball. So she called again. Mr. Cockroach. Finally, Mr. Cockroach got his gangly arms and creaked out of bed and woke up. Miss Chicken came to him and said, Oh, Mr. Cockroach. You look so handsome this morning with your big bushy mustache. Let's go out in the fields and get some food for our dinner. But Mr. Cockroach looked at Miss Chicken and held his head in his hands and said, 
uh, Miss Chicken, uh, I can't do it. I can't go. I got a headache, and I can't work in the fields today. Miss Chicken said, Oh, poor Mr. Cockroach. You stay home and rest. I'll do the work for both of us. And so she headed out into the field and sang her working song, which she always sang because it really got her in the mood. And it went like this. brought home a lovely dinner, which they shared that evening, and then went to bed that night. And when they woke up the next morning, the sun was shining again, and Miss Chicken woke up and yawned and stretched and said, What a beautiful day! We should go out in the fields and get some food for our dinner. But she looked over, and there was Mr. Cockroach again, still sleeping. She called out, Help her! Mr. Cockroach! Again, only one of his eyeballs opened. She called again. Mr. Cockroach! She called again. Help her do it very loud. Mr. Cockroach! Finally! Mr. Cockroach gathers together his gangly long arms and legs and gets up and goes over to Miss Chicken. Miss Chicken looks at him and says, Oh, Mr. Cockroach, you look so handsome this morning with your big bushy eyebrows. Let's go out into the fields and get some food for our dinner. But Mr. Cockroach this time puts his hands over his stomach and says, Uh, sorry, Miss Chicken. I, I can't go. I got a sore belly and I, I can't go. I'm sorry. I can't go out in the fields today. Miss Chicken looked at Mr. Cockroach and said, Oh, poor Mr. Cockroach. You stay home and rest. I'll do the work for both of us. And she headed out into the field doing her Miss Chicken dance with her Miss Chicken song. She worked all day in the fields and did the work for both of them. And she came back later that evening and made a lovely dinner, which they enjoyed, and then went to sleep that night. And when they woke up in the morning, Miss Chicken woke up with the sun and said, What a beautiful day! We should go out in the fields and get some food for our dinner. But she looked over, and there was Mr. Cockroach still sleeping. She called out, Mr. Cockroach! Mr. Cockroach! Mr. Cockroach! Finally, Mr. Cockroach gathers together his gangly long arms and legs and gets up and goes over to Miss Chicken 
Miss Chicken looks at him and says, Oh, Mr. Cockroach, you look so handsome this morning with your very nice and shiny hair. Let's go out in the fields and get some food for our dinner. This time, Mr. Cockroach looks at Miss Chicken and says, Uh, uh sorry, Miss Chicken. I, I can't go. I can't go out in the fields today because I got a, I got a, uh, I, I got a sore tail and I can't go. Miss Chicken says, Oh, poor Mr. Cockroach. You stay home and rest and I'll do the work for both of us. And off she went, singing her Miss Chicken song and doing her Miss Chicken dance. But if you'll remember, she was doing the work for both of them. And it was very hard. And she did the work for both of them the day before. And that was very hard. And she did the work for both of them the day before that. And that was very hard. And she was the one that made dinner and cleaned up all the dishes. Now Miss Chicken's little chicken wings were starting to get tired. And her song started to get slower. And then what happened to her is maybe what happens to you when you start to get a little bit sore and a little bit tired. You start to think about what's wrong. And Miss Chicken thought to herself, wait a minute. First, Mr. Cockroach is telling me that he's got a sore head. Next day, he was telling me he had a sore belly. And today, he's telling me he's got a sore tail. And then, Miss Chicken thought to herself, Wait a minute, this guy doesn't even have a tail. Something funny is going on around here. And with that, she got a big burst of energy. Poof. And her song started to go faster. And she started to do her chicken dance a little bit more vigorously. But she didn't head out to the fields. She headed back to that little cabin that they lived in by the edge of the field. And when she got there, do you think she found poor Mr. Cockroach lying in bed all sick with a headache and a stomach ache and a sore tail? No. There was Mr. Cockroach sitting on the couch with his cockroach friend and his other cockroach buddy and his other cockroach pal and his other cockroach chum and his other cockroach mate. And you know what they were doing? They were playing cockroach video games. <laughs> Miss Chicken was so mad, she went right over to Mr. Cockroach and ate him up. And she ate up his cockroach friend and his cockroach butter and his cockroach chum, cockroach pal, cockroach mate. She ate them all up. And whenever Miss Chicken saw a cockroach after that, she would eat them up. And today, that's exactly 
what chickens are doing. Do you think they deserve it? Well, it's hard to say, and it's not up to us. But one thing for sure is that it seems like it's a lot better to be like Miss Chicken than to be like Mr. Cockroach. You've reached the end of the story. And you've reached the end of this episode of A Table of Fables. Thank you so much for listening. And so, what did you think? Are you more like Ms. Chicken? Or more like Mr. Cockroach? Or do you go back and forth between them? Well, I think the only way to know for sure, ask somebody. Well, thanks again for tuning in. I am James Bunnyhat. And if you would like to support the show, please go to my website, jamesfunnyhat.com, to find out how. This episode was supported by Azan and also by the children of Curly Montessori in Toronto. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week on A Table of Fables. Mm-hmm.